How many people have music as you come in? Music, so it's an inviting music, some kind of element that's bringing somebody in the door. Okay, anybody new to the church? Been around for a while? One of our disadvantages is this, is that we can start to lose contact to what people feel like when they come in. And I don't know about you, is everybody pretty comfortable with their church? problem with that is that once you become comfortable, you can start to lose touch with those who come in that aren't. And so what you want to make sure is your atmosphere as people come in can start to feel that there's a welcome. You can choose whatever, whatever music it is that you enjoy. Um, so what I'll do here today is I'll show you something that we do that might help you. Anybody have announcements? And often it's that awkward time after worship or something like that that you want to do announcements. And in announcements, you'll, you'll change an atmosphere. You're not really sure. You don't want to lose it. And so what I realized is this, is that this should be turned. Hang on a second here. Go down a little lower. They have this thing turned up really loud in here. I have my Mac all the way down to the very bottom, and I can't go any lower than that is you want to make sure the announcements get out. You want to make sure people are up to date what's going on, but you don't really want to break uh, and make it awkward in between service times. So a good way to do that is to generate, anybody use PowerPoint, if they use Keynote, Keynote is one of my favorites. And what you can do is you can set up um, your ads or whatever you got going on as people come in. And so you have music, you have, you got your ads coming up, you give some kind of a welcoming, you got, you got the things that are important, so you have somebody, does anybody have a tech person in your church that kind of knows what's going on, so you can kind of hand it over to them, let them know it's important to get your advertising out, or whatever that might look like, your things that are going on in the week or that month, so people will know, and they can see it up on there, it rotates, and people can see what it is, and they can make note of it, they can even take a picture of it with their, with their phone and say, well, I don't know the information, click, there it is, I've got it. And so make it real easy for someone as they come in. They can, they can get up to date, see what's going on. And then you've got ministries that you want to post, or you've got a Facebook page that you want to make sure they're aware of. And you can have it each, they can come and see you, or they can just get what they need on the screen. And that way, if you need to do an announcement, how many people, some announcements you need to do, because it's really important. Maybe it's going to be coming up that Friday or that Saturday, and you want to make sure they know what it is. And so, mention it. But you've got to transition. And how many, will you do your announcements at the beginning? If you do it after worship, whatever you choose to do, you've got to bring those out that is important, but then you've got to transition to what you know is most important, and that's worshiping God, and that's bringing His Word. But those, those are important too. Missionaries, whatever you're supporting, making sure that you're doing all that also. Choose your atmosphere. If it's a young group of people, if it's medium, medium age, then you want to make sure that your music is kind of engaging. So whatever that looks like. And then have those rotating. You're not wasting any time. It's being done. You have about 15 minutes probably in there, greeting time, whatever it looks like. But you want to make sure you're able to cover those things. So, does anybody know how to do church? Is there, is there a booklet? <clears throat> All we know is this. We glorify Jesus. We love Him. And we want people to love Him. So sometimes when we're trying to find out that certain flavor, um, we've got to give more precedent to the Word of God than anything else, right? 
and you have flavors. You'll have music in your church that people love. And you want to make sure that they get of that. You don't change who you are. You're already who you're supposed to be. And what you want to do is you want to use technology to do whatever you can, right? It's, it's, not, it's not the most important thing. Um, I was an engineer for about 12 years in computers. A lot of things have changed. Let me tell you why. Because when I worked on computers, the computers I worked on in mainframes were not as powerful as this. So this is an amazing thing. just tells me that technology changes. And you'll never be able to keep up with it. So I'll give you some things. Does anybody have a lot of money in their church? So you have so much money that you can spend and you can say, hey, we can do all things. I want to make sure that you get enough today that you can afford certain things and, and then make it easy to do, okay? So I do the best I can. There's a lot to cover. And uh, I don't know why you're here today. You may be worship leaders here today. You may be somebody in the tech area of things. You might be just looking at trying to upgrade your church into something a little bit more um, relevant or today. But whatever reason it is here, I hope that I'm able to answer those questions you might have afterwards. If I have at the end my uh, email address so that you can, uh, come on here, that you can contact me because every question here is going to be a little different. Anybody use technology today in their church? It's all a little different, right? And, and you know what? You, you, look on, you look online, you look on Facebook. Some people are doing some great things, some incredible things. And sometimes you feel like you'd be left behind. But one of the most important things is this. We'll lift up Jesus in his name. Everything else, you know, is just a flavor. But I'm going to do a couple things here. I'm going I'm to give you some slides. All of this that I'm going to give you is up to date where I got it and stuff. But like I say, next year it will probably be something different. So it's hard to make technology, and I wouldn't give you slides today that, that this is it, but if you have any questions on what you could do, uh, maybe you got a Mac, maybe you got a PC, you maybe got a used um, projector, it may not be up to date, it might not have HDMI cabling, it might be set to VGA, and you're going to say, how can I do this? Well, there's, a, there's ways of doing it. You can take what's new and you can integrate it to what's old, and it's not a whole lot of money. <coughs> Okay, what I'm going to do here first, I might have to use this instead. This is supposed to work. I got this little gadget here. It's really kind of nice. But hang on a second here. All right. Now, in our transition, what we do at our church, we do those, the ads at the beginning, and then we go into a countdown. Anybody use countdowns? Okay. Um, this is good because how many people know at church, people gather and they got, they're communicating, they're having a great time, and you're, you're just this awkward time, like, how do we get somebody from this really important time to a time of worship? And, and often, this is a good way of doing it. Some kind of countdown so they know. They look up, okay, we only have five more minutes. It even lets your band, your band's probably not on stage, so they're probably like, oh, I bet i got two minutes, and so they're starting. Anybody know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. and, then, and then the pastors are going, where's the band? And so, one way you can do this is just a simple countdown. Build it into your, your slides that are coming up on your projectors. And that way people can see that it's, it's time. It's coming up here, right? And then, then from there, we, you can have uh, music in the back of that. If you got it hooked up and someone's playing music, that's fine. It doesn't have to have music. But you can control basically anything from Keynote. You can put music behind this stuff if you want. And that way they can enjoy music, whatever it is, and you can choose whatever music you want to drop to it. 
So that way there's always something going on behind it. Most awkward time, if there's nothing going on, new people come in and they don't know what to say, don't know how to meet. You have greeters at the door? Some of you might have that, right? I say at our church that everybody's a greeter. So if you see somebody, go to them. But it's always inviting when there's music. And we at our church have cement floors. A lot of, a lot of steel. A lot, a lot of those kinds of things. So when they come in, I, I do this for men. And so it's not, it's not like when you walk in, family, this feels like home. But ever, what we realize is this. Most people feel like home there. Why, why is that? What, what is it? Is it the music? It's the people. You've got to set a culture. So some of you, what you've got to do, along with building tech, is you've got to set a culture. It's inviting. It's exciting. There's something about this place. It's almost like family walking in here. You know, that, that's kind of what you're looking for. And technology can help you. Anybody lower the lights when, when the music comes on? Yeah. That's a good way of doing it because once you go from this and it gets awkward, and if, it, if you don't have that transition somehow with lights, then people don't notice it down. So we always have, this is one thing we found at our church. It says, we do this, but as soon as, as soon as that's done, then what we do is we go into a, a video that kind of gets their attention. Now we may go up a little bit on the volume. So it, it's hard to kind of communicate. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. We need to sit down. So that way people get ready. Because we want them to get ready for worship. So we take a one-minute video. Bring it up a little bit so people can hear it. Not too much. They can't. Lights go down. Now you got to transition. People know that. So those in your church know what's happening so they can help. It's good to have relationships. That's great. But there's going to have to be a time that worship will start. So something that's catchy. I will lift my eyes for you are my help. I will lift my hands to praise you. Where do you recommend finding those videos? You know, there's, there's a lot of different places. Um, we have a website done through Clover Sites. We, we, we purchase what the, it's about $50 a month and we get video with it. And Clover Sites is what I use for a website. Clover? Clover. I'm sorry. Clover Sites. So they're a Christian company. They do websites, and they give you a lot of other things with it. It's very, uh, very affordable if you're looking for starting a website. Uh, they have templates. Templates are $500, and you think that's a lot of money. But you honestly, anybody can do this. You go into the software. You develop your website from their template. It's very simple to do. You fall on top of that. You can get, um, you can get video content. You, you can get uh, um, an app that you can purchase into it also. And so the giving, they have Clover Giving, which is through that. Um, so it's a lot of good things. One thing we use, we've used them for 10 years. We, we have no problem at all giving reference to them. They've done a good job. Um, when you go into uh, that transitional video, everybody's pretty much seated. Sometimes you do announcements at that time if you need to. Whatever you're feeling, sometimes you'll start right into the Word of God, do announcements afterwards. Um, the pastor here is going to say, you know, they're going to feel this out where they're at. Um, we want to be Holy Spirit-led. What does that mean? That you don't, you don't come in not with a plan, right? But you have, you, you're open to what the Spirit has to do. Sometimes it's prayer. Um, sometimes it's healing. Somebody walks in, you all of a sudden you just feel that. But right then, you've got to make sure worship, even during worship, we want to make sure, right, as worship leaders, not only are you bringing people to the presence of God, that you're being aware of who's coming. And you're making sure that you're giving them adequate time and making sure they're important. I remember one time, and I forget this, there was a woman that came. It was her first time there. 
and I tried to, how many people try to, to scan? And she said, oh, there's someone. Or they come in the door and they have children. You want to make sure you get something to them so they, the children can be comfortable. You try to show them where the children's department is. It's so important that someone comes and not just greet them and say, how you doing, and let them go by. The greeters ought to take them on a journey. And so they feel that they're with somebody they can trust. They can have the kids in the right place. They can get their seat, whatever it looks like. And I know that's important. You might do that at your church if you don't. Uh, we have greeters, but like I say, everybody's greeting. And everybody's looking for an opportunity to build a relationship. So as they come in, they're going to feel like, wow, this, this one woman came in and she's by herself. And she sits down and then during worship, I noticed her. She came in right when, you know, it's kind of hard when we just start music and everything's happening and, and, and you, you, like, you almost forget to scan, but you know it's important. Well, there it was. You know why that? That's Holy Spirit led. We don't realize that when you're looking for somebody and they haven't felt, you can, you can just sense they're by themselves. That is Holy Spirit's go. Greet them. And so I, right in the middle of song, songs, I just went over. I, I said, how you doing? She, she says, fine. I said, you don't say it was just your first time there. Of course, that's a little dangerous, right? And they've been there twice. You say, well, how, how can I be praying for you? She says, well, and I could tell right then. I prayed for her, and she said to me, she says, that's the very first time that I've ever walked into a church. Someone came over, introduced himself, and prayed for me. I thought, really? Wow. Isn't that shocking that churches aren't doing this? And so I was just floored. But it's not, it, you're Holy Spirit led. You go to those in need. You don't let anything get in the way. Technology will always have its problems. I don't remember a Sunday that you come in and the sound was perfect. The lighting was perfect. Everything. And, and, and like just right now, this is supposed to work. I just tried it before you got in here. It's not working. So you, you don't panic. You know, oh boy, don't, don't say this. Well, we have, we have um, the devil's messing with me today. It's just electronics. It happens. Technology, you have problems. And so you've got to be able to know, you throw these things aside, it's not about this. I just discovered this is awesome, man. I can walk around. I'm not a guy behind a pulpit. <laughs> I'm all over the place. So I'm like, hey, I can go with it right here. And then I can change it, whatever I want to do from here. It's just, oh, this is like exciting. I'm the only one? Okay, real. Okay. But it's great that I, and I can go and I can relate and I can talk. And as I preach, as I preach, I look at people, I look them in the face, and I can identify and I can feel. Not only that the Word of God means something, that the passion of God's welling up in me, and I can relate it the way I, I do. Like Jesus, can, can you imagine walking with Jesus? What was that like? Can you imagine the passion he had for people? And the illustration he did? Do you see Jesus be on a pulpit? Today, I'd like everybody to gather. <laughs> no! I mean, so, I want to be more like him. I want to relate the gospel I'm passionate about to every person that comes. You know, I want to be... I want to be part of their lives, you know, right? So technology can help you do this. You can do transitions. You can do video. You can bring up really cool effects, and, and you can bring the Word of God on screen. I always do that. People say, well, don't bring the Word of God up with technology. Let them bring their Bibles. And I, I can agree. People ought to have their Bibles with them. But I want someone to read the Word of God as I read it. Because what? Faith comes by hearing. Now they can hear the Word of God. But when you read something, you're reading along with it. Let the words of God's Word Come out. So I put it up on the screen. So I'll put it on the screen. And, and today what I want to kind of hit is maybe an area of, of 
you know, maybe verses come alive. And I, I like to give verses life. I can't do that. Christ does that, right? I just read it. And, and so look at James. Do you suppose it is to no purpose that the Scripture says he yearns jealousy, jealously over the Spirit that he has made to dwell in us? First of all, are you adopted? Who's adopted in here? Adopted in Christ, I should say. Who's adopted in Jesus? How many people know they're adopted? How many people call our Father? How many people know the Father? You see, as church people, we know this. But the passion you have, you are an adopted children of God. When you come to church, you get to do a family get-together. So it should feel like families, when someone comes in the door, they should feel this inviting family atmosphere. Because the main purpose is adoption. I don't deserve it. Do you deserve it? I don't deserve any of this. But He chooses to adopt so they should come in knowing that this is brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. No matter what beautiful music you bring, what technology you bring, they know that they're adopted. From that, you have a family. So when they leave your place, you said, man, this just really felt like family. Amen. Really? Family, man. This is... You can't get this anywhere else. You get to come to church. And this is what you feel. Lowering the lights. You what that does, it gets the attention to where it needs to go. Lower the lights means, okay, they got my attention. There's great things we can do. Technology. We can wow them by the screens we have, projectors that we have. And all that is good that gets their attention to the Word of God. Why am I... What, lights are down. What's your attention? Okay, it's to what it needs to be. And so, sometimes that's what we need to do, and technology can do it. I'll go through some things today, but in the Word of God, He jealously... He, he, doesn't He look for men and women who are going to worship Him in what? How's that work? Truth, truth, where's truth? Found in only one place. Where's your, where's your adoption? Where's your spirit? Or is it only found in one place? So it's cool that so we're going to emphasize that today. I'm, you're probably going to have a lot of questions about technology, okay? I'm going to do as quickly as I can of what we do. From there, write down your questions, and we'll see if we can get to those, okay? I know we don't have a lot of time, but we'll see what we can do. So you can do all kinds of stuff with bringing it up there and making sure that people can see how this is what we do when we walk in. We, we, I have a young girl, 13, that made that painting. 13 years old, and I'm like, I was so wowed by it that she let us have it for years, and I went and made a copy of it because I want to give the, the, the original back to her, and so we got the copy bigger. She love that. So we come in, and this is as you walk in the door. Tithe is the, yeah, it's weird. It's a gas, a gas tank of a motorcycle, but, but as you walk in, you've got this invitation. Jesus is the first thing you see. So as you walk in, and then our, our whole setup uh, is some people feel like it's like a bar, but it's not. It's a place you walk in, and we do a lot of lighting. So when we cut the lights, we're con we contro control everything with digital lighting. And that way we can set the atmosphere that we want. We can change the color of the stage. All of that is good. we got two large screens on both sides, so no one will miss. And we have one on the back. Everybody has one on the back, so those on, on the stage can see what's going on. We have that. So I want to try to, and what we do here, try to give you a feel for how, what kind of electronics are behind it. 
and that way you know, is it possible for you all to do this? Absolutely. Change things. We can change lighting. You know, very simple. People on stage. Our stage is small. We've got a small place, but we try to bring life to it the best we can with, with our, our stage and setup. And Sunday mornings were crowded, but it's fun being crowded sometimes. Um, you know, that, I think that's good. It's not anything we're worried about. So let's look at equipment real quickly. How many people are electronic? How many people know electronics here today? Okay, good. Then you'll probably be able to understand some of the things I do here. If not, don't worry about it. Things will change tomorrow. Okay, I use a Mac. You can buy a Mac on eBay right now for 300 bucks. That's all you need. So it doesn't take a lot. So Mac is what I use. You can use the small, smaller Mac. It's what I got right here. You can use the little Air Mac. It doesn't matter. That's all you need. Right there is a price. I just pulled it up. eBay has it for 300 bucks. So you can start right there, and it's enough. It's a 2015, so we're in good shape. Keynote is what I use. Keynote is one of the best I've found. I use all different kinds. That works best for me. And from there, I have this little guy right now. It is working great right there, but you'll have problems. You always do. But that's what I use. As a pastor, that's all I need. And I can relate anything on the screen I want. Okay? From here, what did I pay? I spent, what, 350 bucks. 315 bucks. Keynote's free. Not a whole lot of money, right? You get going as a pastor and can be able to relate it onto the screen. Next, this is an awesome program. If you haven't found this yet, I would look into it. If you've already got a communicator, great. But this is one of the best, and I'll tell you why. This does two functions for us. It does everything on the worship stage for the worship team, and it's everything I need to do when I... You guys throw words up? Okay, we can throw words up from a phone anywhere in the place. So if someone's not stuck behind a computer, you, all, you, all you need is one of these guys. It's called an Apple TV, right? So I can wirelessly send something up to that guy, okay, and send it through all of my, it's this program right here. Okay, I can't, I can spend all, I can spend three hours on this and I can't do that. Some of you have already got that plan, but if you don't have anything, that is definitely worth looking to. So let's look at this. First of all, I got 30 bucks $30, you get this for an app that will do everything. So I won't look very much further. It's the best I've seen out there. Apple TV, I've got two of those. That's about 300 bucks, $140 a piece. So now I can, we, we have one that we do on the stage, that they do all the screens on the stage. I have one that does projectors for everybody in the church. So I have two of these guys. Very easy, very easy to install. And then on top of that, we have three screens on our stage. You might have more if you've got more worship. That way there's, there's a way that everybody sees what, what uh, song they're on. On song, the person in charge hits a pedal like this, changes theirs up to where they need to be on the music, and also tells everybody on the music team where they're going. It's very simple to do. One Apple TV, you already got the app called On Song, and you're set to go. So those tech guys, do you guys use those, those kinds of things? Very simple to use. What are you going to have in that? 570 bucks is all you're going to spend on that, those units. Okay? Even these on screen, these on, on your stage, your screens, very cheap today. 100 to 100 bucks, something like this. I've got a price out here. Three of those is 240 bucks from, I think that's Sam's Club. So you're not spending a lot of money. So what we got? 300 bucks for the pasture, it's just over 300. You got for the stage, you got 570 bucks, and you're set to go with a lot of things. And the greatest of that is on song. 
to make it all come together. And then on top of this, um, there's the pedal. If you, you, anybody, worship leader, wants to control it with the pedal instead of doing it with anything else or with her hand, or he, hand, you do it with the pedal. It's very simple. That's all Bluetooth. Sets up to your iPad. So we got iPads coming up here in a minute here. Uh, there's two kinds of pedals. There's a quad and there's, a, there's just a, the duplex, depending on how you want to get through your songs. I know this might be over some people, and other people this might be helpful. But that's why I'm going pretty quickly through this, because it all changes. Um, that's what we use on the stage. So we've been using it over five, six years. It's been wonderful and not had any problems. $140 for either pedal one. This is only 100 for that pedal. All right. Then Apple TVs or Apple, I'm sorry, Apple iPads. And so we have one to run. My worship leader has one up front that's connected to the pedal. They hit it. The change is there. That goes to the Apple TV to the other screens. Okay, so everything's handled by that one iPad. All right, and they hit it with a pedal. Goes to the next song, goes to the end of the song, goes to the first song, whatever she needs to do, right there she does. And everybody on the team knows exactly where she's going because the screen tells them. So it's very easy, easy to follow. Um, those who are needing the, the chords, the chords come up automatically. If you want to change the chord, you can do that on song very easily. Um, I have an Apple Mini. That means I have another person with the songs that go up to the projectors, to the audience or the congregation. And all they do is they can walk around with it because what is it doing? It's airplaying to the Apple TV. And so they can sit around and do the song. And I, I wish today, I looked at this and said, if this had an HDMI connection, which it doesn't, I was going to hook up an Apple today to that and show you exactly how that works. Okay? And they can look at the song. They can change it to the next lyrics, change on whatever they're doing up there. Very simple. Also, on song, if you want to do it another way, you don't even need that part. On the on song, you can hit the next song and it will automatically change the screens, but there's no video behind it. Okay, so I wanted video, so that's the reason why we have a person doing that. And they enjoy doing it. They walk around, they love the songs, they're, they're singing, they're rejoicing, and they're doing the song at the same time. Not hard to do. So you got two iPads, and what we got about $600 there. Oh, and I don't buy, I don't go out and buy new. Apple Refurbished is a wonderful place. You'll save money there. And they bring, basically send you new items. They're brand new. They've got the same warranty. What are you going to lose? So there's no loss there. These are both found on eBay. Um, you won't spend, you don't, shouldn't even spend any more than that. That controls all your digital through the place is two iPads. Um, projectors. Here's where some money gets into it. If you guys know anything about projectors, short throw projectors means I can have a screen as close as this to the wall. Why is that important? Because it all means the air, the, the lights in the room can take away from its power. You know, the farther I get away, the harder it is to make the screen good. So the closer I get to the screen, what does that mean? Better picture. Okay, so you want short throw. Spend a little bit more money. You might spend $100 more, but you'll get a better projector when it comes to throwing the image. This is a short throw right here. You can tell how close it is, and the, that can get a lot larger. Sometimes the screens that we have are pretty good size screens. Uh, so most of our wall is screens. But uh, very simple. Um, you, we have three of these. Two walls, one in the back. So you're going to spend, here's where your money is going to be in. You can see right there. You're going to have about $2,400 in, in those projectors if you need three. But again, they get cheaper. Keep watching. Anybody have new projectors? Old projectors? Old ones? Okay. Old projectors, you've got different hookups. And sometimes you can't get the latest. 
um, 1080p or the, the, the density of the picture because you don't have the projector to do it, but you can still throw it up there and people are fine. Um, and this one's an older one here too. So it's still all right. Um, I put screens, you can buy screens on eBay. You spend about 250 bucks, it'll be the size probably from this place here over to this place here is the size of our screen. Okay, it's pretty good size. You mount them on the, mount them on the wall. Very simple to do. And so you'll have everything that you need there between the projectors and the screens. You already have the, this guy. All you're going to do is throw the single up to it. So there's where your expense is going to be in those areas right there. How much is that going to be? Well, and I'm sorry, one more thing. You've got to split the signal. Okay, HDMI will go into the main, come into this guy, and it'll split out to how many screens you have. That one's pretty cheap right there. I've, I've used that one before. It's, it's $40 to split the signal into the screens. And you've got $3,190 involved in that. That's where your most cost is going to be if you need to. So if you've got projectors already, you save some money. All you need is some other things. Um, there's the cost analysis there. Basically, a pastor is going to cost you about 400 bucks. Uh, worship leaders on the stage, everything included. I, iPad, everything here is about $900. And then, then congregation, there's where your most expense is. That's your projectors and your screens. So there's, for $5,000, that seems like a lot of money. Um, but that's, you'll do the whole thing. That's what we do at our church. That's all we spent. The only other thing to that is what? Lighting. And uh, you can spend a lot of money on lighting. A lot of our lights come from eBay. And Amazon, you know, we don't spend a lot of money on that because um, you can spend a lot on the. I, anybody price lighting before? Good night. Some of those units are like, what is a hundred or over two hundred dollars for a small unit? You're like, what is that all about? I get them for thirty bucks. So there, there's where you do a little bit of the rat math and, and do what you need to. They may have. I know this. We went through this really quickly, and I didn't want to spend a lot of time in this. Why? because it's going to change. But we've been using this system that right now, I, this is the full price. We spent about $5,000 for all that we do there. Um, and we've, done, we've had that system for, oh, I think five years. It's been really great. Uh, we buy China lights. Uh, the only other expense with lighting is this, is you want to be able to control those lightings. You're going to have a, a box or PC that's going to run some kind of lighting program that you can adjust. That's up to you what you want to do. I don't see Mac doing a lot of this. Someone can in, correct me if I'm not right. Mac is not really in the lighting as much as I like it to be. I like Macs. Anybody like Macs? Am I the only one? Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I just knew PCs. I was an engineer in PCs and that's what we did forever and then I got out of that. We bought our first Mac and then unfortunately I just didn't go back. Went Mac all the way. If you got more questions about that. Um, lighting is a different story. Um, totaling 5000 is about what we paid for all of that. Um, who's got a budget that's not real good? Okay, what's, what's a budget, right? Okay, um, I'm going to take some questions at the end. If you, what you, and you always, I'll get you an email, oh, okay? Send me an email to say, this is what I got, what can I do? And I'll be happy to do what I can. Um, yeah, we we've uh, used it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, what I like about Keynote, 
is, I've, and I've used it for many years now, is I can, I can do just about anything, create video from Keynote, I can create slides, automatic slides, I can do automatic, you know, timing, I can do that that way if I don't want to you know, do myself, I just want something to run. I've not, I haven't compared ProPresenter today to where Keynote is. Keynote is free, it's with Mac, and I've been able to do everything that I need to do. And I don't know about you, I'm one of these guys, I'm an environmental guy. I come in, and as soon as I do, I look, I'm, look, I'm not looking at people. <laughs> Anybody do that? I feel kind of weird at times. I can go into some place, and all of a sudden, I, look, I start looking around, like, I get a feeling. And so, I do this almost every time, every week, I go in and say, okay, what do I feel? What do, what do I see? What needs? I hate redundancy. I hate to see something happen over and over again that I can fix. Anybody else like this? Uh, and I just don't like to see people do things that I can fix with electronics. You know, if I don't want that to happen, I want people focusing on one thing. That's Jesus. Unless I can't, I want everything else working. You know, and so I do that all the time. So when I look at a program, there's times I don't switch. Like Keynote's doing everything I want. I like the way it looks. I like the way it feels. And I, I get it free on the Mac, and it gets updated when it needs to be, and I don't have to worry about some other costs. And that's a lot of times I drop things because they change costs on me, or they have to, I have to pay for an upgrade. I don't pay an upgrade. You know, so I'm always looking that way. And always, I always like, I like the way I feel. I like, and I love people, of course, but I like the way they feel. I want to make sure you're comfortable. And I want to make you, you know, there's no problems there. So uh, I don't know if that's a long answer to your question. <laughs> Pro presenter. But uh, I do like Keynote. And if I have any questions about that. Um, make sure when you're doing something, make sure that uh, on your screen that the, whatever, whatever you're going to do, that you, what picture, what video you're going to do is kind of emphasizing. So there's, there's a key theme to what you're doing. Maybe your message is about a key theme. Pull up things in that theme that you're going to use that, that people can you know, maybe associate with. And uh, it's not like you... Do you need to give the Word of God? Do you have to defend the Word of God? I mean, it's good. It's the best. It's all you need. But if we can emphasize, you know, an emotion that someone's gone through something, let's, let's do it. You know, that's what I feel. Um, take advantage of electronics for you. Um, Ephesians 5. I love about this scripture is the theme of adoption in here. Read that. And tell me what you think. I'm going, to get, I'm going to give you a couple minutes here. Some of you can't see it. I apologize. You can't see the screen. Read that and tell me what comes out in that scripture to you. What word comes out in that scripture to see Ephesians 5? Okay, what word came out to you? What, some, 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 just tell me. What, what word in that came out? Give thanks. Okay, good. Why? Why? Why did it come out for you? See, this is personal now. Um, you're awaking. You're awaking in the, in, the, in the word of Christ. So something about awakening, O oh sleeper, that thanksgiving should be a part of it. Yep. See, what something did something in you. Now, if I didn't have that on the screen, and I read it, and you didn't have a chance to meditate on it. Would that have come to you? Possibly not. Okay. That's the danger. 
of not using some way to project something enough to give a person time. Now, if I put too much on there, that was a lot, wasn't it? What I do is I, I simplify it. I get a scripture, maybe two at a time. And I leave it up there. If there's a point in there that comes to me, I'm going to keep it there. Because personally, it's going to have effect on each one of you the way God has to grow you. So one of the best ways to have... A, anybody do this? I know I'm guilty of this. And someone's preaching to me and all of a sudden something comes alive in the Word of God. I go to it and I'm there and all of a sudden I will go, Oh, I, I forgot. I just go there and I have to stay there. So when He takes you there, you've got to stay there. You, and it's okay that to happen, right? So we've got to give people a chance to grow in that. And so if I'm emphasizing something that's going on in me, which I'm doing when I'm teaching, doesn't negate the fact that God is speaking to you in spirit about a truth in that. And what else came alive? Anybody else? Word? Is there a word in that thing that came alive to you? Arise. Arise. Yeah. What's that mean to you? Wake up. Okay, so you have to be sleeping to be, to be revived or awakened, right? So you might all of a sudden go to this place where, am I, am I, was I struggling with that today? Or, or, or I really believe this. You may be amen in that, right? Because you've been alive. So, who else? What other word came alive in this? Mm, somebody call that worship. You see the scripture in there a lot of people take out of context at times? You can't, you can't remove something from its context. So, we can look at some of the... Oh, okay. When you heart, giving thanks always for everything that God has bothered. Okay, making melody, spiritual songs, hymns and psalms... What is worship anyway? Tell me a description of worship. What does it mean? Giving worth to something. Giving what? Giving worth to, to something. To, yeah, to give worth to something, okay. Anybody else? What, what is worship? Is it, is it just the songs? No. We all know that. Connection with God. Okay, so it's a connection with God. It's giving it worth. It's giving it emphasis. It's giving it value. Okay? So all that we do, so when someone comes in, we can say the worship begins at, it doesn't begin at, that's where music begins. So what we do, we want to train people. Not, and you shouldn't take much training. They come in and they feel what? They feel what? Worship of what we're doing with one another. Fellowship. Because what? We're adopted. Right? Into this fellowship. So what they, say, what they experience is this adoption, this, this worship without the music. So the music begins. We have to be careful people don't get fused. The worship begins. But the music begins. So people say, well, what time does the church start? Everybody have a starting time, right? We have a starting time too. It's 10.30. Giving families enough time to get there with kids. And unfortunately, we, we share the word at 10 o'clock because what should start the service? But the word of God. So we start at 10 with those who gather, the leadership and everything. We have the word shared in, a, in prayer. And from there we go to a time of 15 minutes in between before the music starts. Because it begins... I don't know about you, sometimes you've got to get to church and you got to get rid of some things first. Come in with an attitude of worship. It's what I do when I get up. It's what I do when I get in my car or I drive. It's to, to communicate with my family. These people come... But that's not what people get. They ask you what time they, does the service start and what, what happens? They get there right... Or... Five minutes late... So they come in and things are happening and they come in and they, they feel like, oh, I'm sorry, we're interrupting. And, you know, they're just that awkward moment. 
And so what we try to do is, is first of all, is, is receive that that's going to happen. But make sure we have an opportunity to connect to these families that just don't understand this whole thing. You guys understand the culture. Bringing that culture to your church and, and, and then making sure that you passionately feel this thing. And then you use electronics just to emphasize some things. Cut the lights. Put the spotlight up here. Bring something on the screen so the Word of God can be seen and read together. You can break bread together. You can eat something of value. You worship Him. And you guys get an opportunity to make it happen in your church. And believe me, it's, you can find out. I can help you with the technology. But you, I can't. And this, do not get drunk in the Spirit, but be filled with what? Be filled with the Spirit. And this is something you cannot get in electronics at all. As much as I know them and as much as I know tech. And I wrestled with that at times. There's times where I still have to be corrected. You know, I go up and nothing's working. Something's not working. I'm like, good, I'm giving it. And I have a young lady that does the lead on these things and she goes, it's going to be okay. Anybody like that? That you just like to see things go just right. And when it doesn't, you're like, hmm. Hmm. It's hard sometimes to let go. Do not let that technology thing and what you're doing to present disturb what God is going to do in the midst of your obedience to Him. Anybody have any questions? I know there's a lot I threw at you. And the first time I ever taught this, so you got to bear with me too. Still trying to work through it all. There's my email. If anybody wants to email me. Canfield, Ohio. It's a dot on the map near Youngstown. Great. Yep. If anybody wants to visit, hey, come and visit. I'd love to show you around. Show you how, how things work, cabling and all that fun stuff. And, and, uh, and I'll just throw out some, a little bit of um, HDMI cables, RCA cables, um, RJ45 cables. Anybody familiar with all this stuff? And, and VGA cables. You can have a, that's like a nightmare <laughs> if you've never been in it before, right? It's a nightmare. So if you're here, to, who, who's here and you know nothing about this kind of stuff, you're just trying to find worship someplace in this, right? What does this all mean, right? What can we do? And I'm not, don't learn it. VJ, who uses that anymore? They, today? So, and I'm looking at, so you're going to have things of the past. And you have to integrate them with things of the future. You know, all these cables make sense, but if you don't have any technology here, you, you, you don't have anybody in your church to help you with that, I'll do the best I can to help you and get you set up on can worship and technology converge? Sure. Can we use can we do all things as unto him? Sure. So can we use technology that man has brought together with God's wisdom? Can we use it to glorify Him? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the best way to do that, and you can be overwhelmed, you, you do not have to be the next church down the road that does things extravagant, right? And they got the big budget, but you can give it your best. And I want to I be here to help you in that. If that's a journey you're on and you're not sure, man, some things are pretty cheap. I've been given things at times. I gave, someone was going out of business and they gave us their monitors. I'm thinking, bring it on. I know what to do with those. 
Right? So, and this is another thing I learned. You have not received because you have not... Do not be too prideful not to ask. Right? What can I do is ask. That's, and a lot of times when you ask, it's like, wow, someone heard, and, and then before you know it, you got what you need. If Electronics don't have to be expensive. That's what I love so much about eBay and all the other refurbs and other places. My, we can turn anything on a dime because it all belongs to who? And he takes from the wicked and gives to the righteous. So you, we'll make sure that you get that. There could even be some uh, funding out there that you can get. So we'll make sure of that too. Any, I asked if you had any questions. I didn't give you any chance to talk. Sorry. We like you. Sorry. We like hearing you talk. Oh, I do that a lot. Um, see, no questions. Oh, I can't believe this. You gotta have some. How do you how do you choose your worship music or your band music? You get somebody in charge of that. I can't sing, but I can sure tap my foot. And I do sing. I'll tell you, there's people be, beside me like, Ooh. not always on key. I do like to sing. It's not, my wife is the worship leader. And you know what's so amazing? I don't tell her anything about what I'm doing. She doesn't tell me anything what she's doing. But when it comes out that day, it is absolutely God-led. Can I say that? Yeah. Does he want you to plan? Does he want you to put together the scripture? Does he want the worship leader to put together the songs that are on their heart? Absolutely. And guess what he does? <laughs> he inhabits the praises of his... And you don't... That doesn't take... He doesn't say, well, if you have the right technology, or if you've got the right lighting, I'll visit. He says he'll inhabit the praises of his people. And I, I love that. I hold tight to that. Because when those electronics don't work... Don't have to remind me how stupid I can get. I'm just a lump of clay. But in the hands of the Father, what's possible? What's, what's possible with you and me? And it won't take electronics, but I do like them, though. Okay. Any other questions? Any other things you guys are, are doing? Tell me... Okay, right? Let's take, let's take a... Uh, a person here today that has struggle in, in making the presentation on a Sunday morning. Let's take somebody today real quickly. We got to what time? We do. Man, I threw that. I went through that like crazy. Sorry. Two o'clock. Okay. Let's take, let's take a scenario here today. There's how we're going to problem solve it. Okay. Take a scenario. Who's got, who's got a, a, a church right now that is, is lacking in presentation? And you're, you came here today thinking, I want to learn something that I can bring to my church. And it's not going to cost them like, hey, you need five grand. Okay. Before we can do this. Who's got something today we can help you? Anyway? Everybody doing good? Either I'm not asking the right questions today or... Yes? Um, aging building. Yes. Uh, old wiring. Uh, a lot of old equipment we've been working on updating and getting new speakers. Okay. Very small worship team. Okay. And uh, a projector. That's, that's what we got to work on. Okay. All right. First of all, how's your culture in your church? Uh, 
depends what you mean. Uh, it's it's a good culture, like very welcoming, like family oriented. Uh, started out very small when uh, me and the lead pastor got there. It was about 20 people. Okay. We've since boomed to about 30-ish. Okay. All right. But, uh, it, it's very much uh, people see new people from a mile away and they go and they swarm them and hug them and <laughs> okay that's actually a good culture what's the danger of taking a culture like that and instantly bringing technology what can happen if you start taking turn the lights out and say hey this is the new the new thing so we're going to have to do a journey one 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 week at a time probably Implementing new technology is probably a pretty good idea. Culture, you want to, you want to, you want to make sure you keep and grow from that. So those who are already there, the pillars of your church, don't feel like that what they like is no longer important. But that's what takes a slow process. So you have an old projector. You probably have BGA, which means you have a cable that kind of looks like this. Okay, or you can go clear back to a cable that looks like this hookup, okay, which is RCA. Okay, okay, so you're a little bit more, more ahead. Even this can be integrated into brand new, and this can be integrated with brand new. It's called a device like this. Okay, this device will take a Mac, brand new Mac, and convert it to HDMI or VGA. And that's what they're using today, is that little white device does brand new Mac. Well, actually, it's not brand new. But you know what I'm saying, up-to-date Mac on a new software, bring it through a device like this and project it to HDMI or an old projector. So whenever you, would you buy this? Absolutely, because when I upgrade, I've already got the device. So it goes from old projector now to a new projector. Okay, so old projector, you have, you have a device like this, you have cabling already done. Watch when you pull cable, never just pull cable. If, you, if it's able to be pulled, you want to hook another end to it so that way you don't have to get fish it through a, a ceiling that you have to go back and try to refish. Okay, so if a cable's able to be pulled, don't pull it out. Always hook either a new cable to it or a feed line to it. That way when you pull it all the way through, oh, there's my feed line, so if I ever have to pull something else through, it's already got a cable or a line to pull the next thing. Always use feed cables. Unless you like to get up and, up and you know, <laughs> who's ever done it before knows what I'm saying. Okay, so the first investment would probably, if you want to up, in, update a newer computer to it, you're probably going to have to get a device like this. This is 20 bucks. Pretty cheap. Okay, and then you can go to cable it to your regular cable. If that works okay, please don't pull that. That's old stuff. But when you're ready to do HDMI, then hook in that HDMI tape it or make sure it's and then pull it through all right and then you've got take that but then you gotta you gotta project it so you got a screen okay and you have a small worship team that will grow as the culture grows here's one thing to do everyone should do you are at church to stimulate young people to come to Jesus that means you can't you can bring a hymn that's good that people feel connected to but you've got to start to integrate the young, passionate music that they like, that's the inviting. And your team at the doors and your invite teams should be focusing on what? It's the next generation. So the next generation comes in and they want to be part of the team. Not that the old leave, right? But the old will die. Sure. And so the new team comes in. So make sure that everybody in your church knows the emphasis of young people. Young people are it. 
And so, and that's why we kind of go the electronic direction too. I, I think it's attracting. We really get that when we got there. The, the youngest attending member, I think, was 64 years old. They uh, had been without any children or young families yeah. for quite a while, and they, yeah. they definitely understood. But no, that's that's really what we need. <laughs> Didn't have to say much on that, right? <laughs> no, just like no, we get it. We're old. Well, the church will literally die if we don't get younger people in the door. <laughs> Who's got young people in the church? Who's got it? Who's got every age from children on up to seniors? Who's got seniors that are are gloriously happy? They keep them. <laughs> you need grandma and grandpas in your in your congregation that are that are pillars that love children that love teenagers that love their own you know, and that is so healthy to have. Okay, and it's also healthy to have young babies. Also wonderful to have salvation in the house. There have got to be lost people coming to your church. Why does that happen? When people invite them, it's not Facebook. It's lost people are coming because people invite them. 80% of the people that come to church today, they say up to 80, it may be more now, come to church by an invitation. That's talking to someone and saying, uh, absolutely. A guy came to me in the swimming pool and said, have you been born again? In the swimming pool, for heaven's sakes. So you have to go to those who do not know. You, you, you're called to, we all know we're called to do that. I'm not preaching the choir here, but you know how important that is for a relationship. And in that, you say, hey, you want to come? Well, I'm not sure. Hey, I can pick you up. How about breakfast before? How about dinner afterwards? How about lunch? You see, when those kind of invitations, it's more than just coming. Because the most uncomfortable thing for them was what? Coming to church. You ever hear this? Oh, the, the church will burn down if I come. Yeah. So that too. You know, so what are you saying? I'm afraid to come. One guy that I would never meet in an alley, he scares me to death. He came to church one day. And I looked at him and I greet him at the door. How you doing today? Man, I'm telling you what, they look like a murderer, okay? And afterwards, I talked to him. After he stayed for the whole service, I talked to Matthew. He says, man, I was scared to death coming to your church. Scared to death? You've ever been scared to death in your life? You see what I'm saying? We don't know. People are scared to come to church. They're, they're intimidated by it. They don't want to be held to a standard they can't get to. They've been told all their life they're not worthy of anything. And then when he meets you, someone different, and here's the greatest thing. Pray for them, please, before you leave. And ask him, what can I pray for you? The best salvation message is in the prayer. Because they're listening. You're not trying to convince them of Jesus. They're just listening because they hurt. And you, you pray for them. And they go, wow, man, they care. Yeah. Kind of the opposite of that to our pastor's Like, why don't you go to church? 75 or 80% say because nobody ever invited me. Oh my goodness, how... See, there's that... Hey, I got the best technology in our house, man. Best tech. You come over, we'll turn the lights out, we'll turn the movie on. You know, we cannot compete with the world's way of what what the devil does in, in, in bombarding them with all the movies and sound and, and, and bands. And we're saying, come and join ours? They're going to say, oh, I feel like... The Holy Spirit draws all men to Himself. You know, He does it. He draws. But who, how does He draw people? Through His love. His love is done through who? That's how He draws. Right? Hey, somebody else has a question. Oh, we're going back to you eventually. Yeah. I'm just going to say, if I could offer something about like, culture as far as technology. And what I hear you saying is that your church is really high touch. Like, they're personal. Mm. You know? But to try to balance high touch and high tech... 
So right oh. now, you're high touch, low tech. I'm going to write that so down, girl. That was just really good. What you're wanting to do is just slowly keep keep it high touch because people need people, personal interaction, relationship. But to be able to be high touch and high tech is kind of what we're, yeah. what we're going for. People naturally want to have a little wow factor. They want to come in and feel, wow, this, this is amazing. And a lot of it, this will help. Technology will help the wow factor, right? It's okay. They're, they're lost people. They're, and even the people that come now, they're like, man, I love music loud. I like the dimming the lights like this. But you're right. It's the touch. We have a guy that got saved who was a Muslim. He was just ready. He was one call away from Hezbollah. And he comes, he comes, he gets saved at our church. And I'm telling you, he's radical in Jesus Christ, but he loves everybody. He hugs them. I said, sorry, there's some people you may not want to hug. He just loves people, and he's one of our best greeters. I mean, he'll go out of his way to meet you. Not only that, he starts to get to know you. He gets to know you, and he wants to... I mean, he loves people. How, how, you can't fabricate that. You, love only comes from one source. God is love. And when you let God do His work, all of a sudden you start to see these incredible things happen. People love Him. Why? Who wouldn't love Him? Because who does He represent? That's the greatest thing we can do, right? Represent Him. Technology can help, yes. I was just going to say, too, like if you're worried about people not getting on board with the high-tech stuff, have them be involved in it. There's no better way to get somebody on board than to have them do it. That's right. That's not a bad plan. Absolutely. You've got a good point there. You can't argue with them, but bring them aboard so they can have a, have a say in it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So you brought up cable run. Did you run HDMI all the way? Yes. Actual HDMI. HDMI, yeah. You can run it up to 50 feet, 75 feet. You can get repeaters in there to go longer. So there's, I would not be, I would always look for, like we have, we have uh, the Apple TVs to throw it up there. But when I, when I preach, I hook my laptop to a direct cable. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not, everybody wants to get online, all of a sudden you're, you're, you're it doesn't have the right, and videos go, you're like, that's not good. So always be careful. Main things you not, you have to run video on, that you want a good video, video feed, run it hardwire. And that way you don't have to worry about that happening. All right, I, I think I'm out of time. Let me pray. Like I say, there's my email. If you guys have any question about technology a little bit, I'll, I'll definitely do my best to help. Father, I pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we are adopted into your family. Lord, how do we even describe that? How do, how do we even put that in words that you have adopted us like sons and daughters. Lord, when we go into church, it should feel like sons and daughters and family. When people come that don't know us, boy, Lord, we're going to love on them like you would be there loving on them. And Lord, all these other things you give us, the technology, Lord, I pray for every church in here that needs financials for this, Lord, that you would bring it. Lord, bring a tech guy or tech woman into, the, into that mix that can help them get to, the, to that place where they can attract these people, Lord, you draw them, but Lord, we want to give them every wow we can with your help. And I pray in the name of Jesus that your, lane, your name would be lifted up and people would be drawn unto you because you're the source. You're the reason we even have life. And I pray, Lord, that we would take a balance between the touch and the technology. And Lord, you know the perfect balance for every person in here. Lord, help them find that in Jesus' name. Amen.